With Fidelity Wealth Management, a dedicated advisor can work with you on a comprehensive plan to help you reach your wealth's full potential. Plus, you'll have access to specialists in estate planning strategies. So you're not just growing and protecting your wealth, you're sharing it. More at fidelity.com slash wealth. Investment minimums apply. Fidelity Brokerage Services, LLC. Member NYSE SIPC. Welcome to the Jill on Money Show. It's Monday, July 25th, and we are here answering your financial questions in the heat of the summer. And it has been hot everywhere. Mark, it looks like I dodged a bullet in Europe by going when I did because it got really, really, really hot after. And those poor people in London. Now, Mark, when you lived in London, did you did you have a, a air conditioning in your apartment or not? Yeah, but... I'm trying to think. I wasn't really there for the... Yeah, I guess I was there for a little bit of the summer. I definitely did not experience anything like what's going on right now. And and I feel so bad because these are places that are not ready to have these hot bursts. It's not like you're living in Phoenix and everyone knows, oh, you know, we've built our whole lives inside. We have the most amazing air conditioning. You know what I mean? So it's awful. It's just awful. So I feel bad if you're sweating it out. If you're one of those people who is like, ah... I don't really need air conditioning. You're wrong. You probably do. I'm sorry. You really do. It's terrible for the environment. And uh, I'll have to lighten up my my footprint, my carbon footprint some other way. I walk a lot. You know, I don't usually, I don't really drive that much. So I, I'm feeling like okay about it. You definitely leave some giant carbon footprints behind between your drink and everything. Oh, yeah. You just outed me. You're right. You can tell. You know, it's so funny you should say that. I was doing a segment last week for the show. And I was mad because I said, oh, I just printed my whole script out. And the producer who is young says, you print out your scripts. I felt pretty old. Okay, boomer. Um, (laughs) Anyway, this is the show that is trying to help you make your next best financial decision. All you need to do if you've got a question is go to jillonmoney.com. Click the contact us button. Let us know if you'd be willing to come on the air. That's what Michael did. Michael's on the line from Delaware, where today, Michael, I presume it is very hot and sweaty as we're talking to you. Am I right? Yes, it is. Uh, are you are you a lover of the heat or are you more of a are you more of a wintertime person? Um, more the heat, um, but not this hot. I know who who could be prepared for this. Um, what brings you to us? Tell us what's going on. Well, uh, I started listening to you to you guys a couple of months ago, and um, I hear everyone talking about uh, retirement. And you know, I'm 57, and I I want to retire by 60. Wait a second. What do you mean you only started listening to us a couple of months ago? How'd you find us? I really never listened to podcasts before. And somehow uh, I found you guys and just love love listening to you. Oh, I love that. Fantastic. Okay. So you're 57, which is um, oddly close to my age. And so the fact that you want to retire brings up this anxiety in me that I can't retire. So um, I'm going to try to give you the best advice I can without letting my own personal feelings about freaking out about retirement impact you. Okay. Deal? Good deal. Okay. So uh, you have been working for a long time, I presume. And so are you unhappy at work or is it, where are you? And you're like, you're sort of the emotional part of this. Well, my company was bought about seven years ago and uh, it's, it's very corporate. So mm-hmm. not thrilled, but I love what I do. So, oh, okay. So it's not of, horrible. It's not horrible, but it's not great. It's not what it was. You really did love it. 
Yes. Okay. So tell us about um, a little bit about yourself. So you said you're 57. Are you married, partnered, single? What's your situation? I'm married. My wife is 56 and she's fortunate to retire. Uh, she retired 10 years ago, actually. How, how come? Uh, like, what was she doing? She worked for the post office. Oh, mm, that sounds like a pension. Does she receive a pension? Yep. She has a, not the full pension, but uh, it was uh, a small pension. So um, we, we made the decision. Well, she made the decision. She wasn't really happy. And I said, if you're not happy, then let's try it and see what, you know, if, if you need to go find another job, then, you know, you'll do it. All right. What, what's her pension? Uh, 900 a month. And is that just based on her life or is it, if she were to die, would you get part of it? Yes. We set it up that way. Okay, got it. All right, so that's nine hundred a month from her. How much do you earn? Uh, about one ninety. Do you put money into a retirement plan currently? Yes. How much? Um, about fifteen percent. All right, so you're maxing out. You make your catch-up contribution, also, right? Yep. Okay. Is it a traditional that you're contributing to, or a Roth? Uh, it is traditional. How much is in there right now? Uh, about seven eighty. Did your wife also have a retirement plan from, you know, a supplemental of four, um, what would it be? TSP. Uh, 600. Oh, and that's still on the TSP. Yes. Okay. Besides your traditional and her TSP, any other retirement assets, any Roths or old IRAs? Yes, we have Roth, the Roth IRA. Okay. How much in the Roth IRAs? It is about between us both. I believe it's about 320. Great. That's a lot of money that's got got shoved in there. Yeah, we've been we started very early. That's great. Okay. Traditional TSP Roth. What other assets are out there and, and around in your life? Um, we have a brokerage account for about 130. Are you managing that yourselves? Yes. Okay. And where is that held? It is at Wells Fargo. And you're managing it yourself. That's an interesting place to have it. Is that because you bank at Wells Fargo? Yes. Okay, got it. Brokerage account. How about uh, money in the bank? Uh, we have actually about six hundred and seventy thousand. Planning on doing something with that pile of cash? Yes. Well, we sold our house in in New Jersey, and I we had some cash there, mm -hmm. um, and I took you know some out of the brokerage account just because of the way the world is, and I was mm -hmm. nervous. Yeah. So I want to do something. Mm -hmm. And uh, not sure yet what. I do have uh, a financial advisor help me like with the uh, Roth IRAs and stuff. Okay. So, um, I just, on the brokerage side, I kind of play myself in the market. Okay. I gotcha. Where is the financial advisor? At what company? Uh, Wells Fargo as well. And is this person a certified financial planner or is this person a broker who gets paid on commission? How do they get paid? Uh, they are a planner. Okay. You bought a home in Delaware or are you renting? Uh, we bought a home in Delaware. We, we bought it outright. How much is that worth? Uh, 400. So you got all this money in cash. You got the brokerage account. How much do you think, you know, relatively speaking, I know you're, it's hard to like get you exact. How much do you think you need to live on? Um, yeah. So we just, you know, started living in Delaware. So it's hard to figure out our monthly expenses yet, but mm -hmm. I'm estimating that it went down because living here. 
so about 4,000 a month, maybe, but maybe when we do retire, maybe a little more because- Gregory, so let's use 5,000 just, just for the heck of it, right? So right now with this low cost of, lower cost of living, with no mortgage, with cash in the bank, your cash flow must be pretty good. So if you're making 190 and you're putting 27 into your retirement account, are you also, are you doing backdoor Roths? Is that how you have all that Roth money? Yes. Okay. What else are you doing with the extra money? Is it all going into the brokerage account? Is that how it's accumulating? No, it's going in. Well, we've been doing some stuff around the house. So okay. lately we've been spending money that way. But normally, yes, it would either go in a brokerage account or into the savings account. Okay. Are there any kids, or any parents, like anyone relying on you guys right now in terms of uh, financially? We have two adult children mm-hmm. that aren't supposed to be relying on us. So no, not really. I love no, not really. Mark, how much money? Well, let's just give, let's give you play a game. Mark, what do you think no, not really means in terms of quantifying it? I'm going to give you my guess. My guess is that 10 grand a year goes to these two adult kids. Mark, what do you think? That was exactly my guess too. Yeah. So how much is it? Tell us the truth. <laughs> There's some truth serum right now. Let's go. Yeah, a little over 10. <laughs> yeah, a little over 10, like 20 or a little uh, over 10? No, uh, we did a one-time help <laughs> for about 15. So Okay. All right. So all right, you one-time-ish. Are the two adult children, are they married? Do they have children? Yes. Yeah. Okay. All right. What about anything else you need to do for the new house? Any money that you think you might need to spend before we really attack, like, what are we doing with all this cash? Right. Probably about 50 we're going to do in the new house. Okay. So I can say that out of the, um, out of the 670 in emergency reserve, I'm going to just say you said 50, let's say 70 is for house stuff. And then what do you think is the amount of money you like to have in that emergency reserve that just makes you feel okay? Uh, Anywhere between 30 and 40. If you were to retire at age 60, what would happen between, let's start with what happens between age 60 and 67 when you can claim social security? You're just going to try to spend some of your money down? Is that what you think? Um, Either that and or work part-time. Do you really want to work part-time? Because I'll factor that in, but I just don't want to do it. I, I want to first see like what you really, really want to do. I don't know. <laughs> okay. I mean, I'm going to grant. Let, let's look at it this way. Let's pretend that you, let's, let's pretend you don't work. Let's see if it works without you doing part-time work. So we need 60 grand a year out of that emergency reserve fund. Um, I'm just going to look at this right now. So we've got three more years of you saving. So let me just do a quick back of the envelope so we can do this all together. Here's what I'm doing, gang. I'm saying, okay, he's got 780 in your retirement account, and that amount will be increasing because you're going to have three more years or two more years. What's the birthday line? Do I have two years of saving or three years of saving? Uh, two and a half. So we're going to have another, say, 67000 goes in there. And then in the Roths, we got three twenty. Uh, let's just say fourteen twenty-eight. there. How much money do you really, truly just be like, what do you think you're going to be able to save going forward? Like how much more money should I assume goes into that brokerage or emergency reserve fund? I would say at least 4,000 a month. All right. So 50 grand. So two more years. At, so another hundred. So Mark, how are you feeling about this so far? Uh, based on their level of expenses, I'm feeling very good. 
I'm feeling pretty good too, which is remarkable because when I hear 57, I'm like, no way. But now I'm, I'm, I'm putting this, my pen to paper. So here's what we have to do. We have to figure that at age 60, from 60 to 67, we need to spend down 60 or 70 grand a year, right? So we have seven years where we're spending that down. So you're, you're, you will have probably saved somewhere like 800 and something thousand dollars in of your, you know, sort of savings investment account. Let's call it non-retirement account. Let's presume half of that gets spent so that at age 67, you end up with about 400 grand that's invested slash in emergency reserves. Tell me what happens at age 67. What is your social security benefit? I believe it's like 3,200. Uh huh. And your wife's is she? Will she? She'll have her own or not? I don't remember. And the postal service. Do you do you give up social security? No, no. She she actually and I don't. It's something weird. So from f- when she's supposed to retire, which is at fifty seven and nine months, there's yeah. some kind of step. Oh yes. And then when she goes on social security, it comes down. Right. Okay. So what's what's that? What's the step? Um, I'm not sure what it is. Do we know what her social security benefit is about? Like 1800 maybe? That sounds right. That sounds good. Okay. So here's what we got. At age 67, you will have your social security of 3200 a month. We'll have her pension and she'll have her social security of 1800 a month, which basically gives you six grand a month. So it almost will meet your needs, not 100%. So the only thing that holds you back on your retirement plan is that you have to be willing to spend down probably about half of the money you have in non-retirement savings. That's really what it is. And and you can make it. So here's the deal. You really don't have to work. You may want to work, but I don't think you're going to have to work. Um, Now, Mark is going to tell you that from age 60 to 67, could be a good time to think about converting some of your traditional retirement accounts into Roth. And the reason that you would be doing that is that you'll be in a lower tax bracket. I mean, we don't know what tax brackets are really going to be in, in, you know, in a few years, but I'm going to presume ish. And so, you know, you'll probably be able to do some of your conversions and um, and be in the 22% tax bracket because, again, you'll go from having income of 190 plus, you know, 10 or 12 from your wife. You know, you'll go from having that to having much less and then you'll be able to convert some money. Don't do too much of the conversion so that you spend down all of that beautiful money that's sitting in cash and in the brokerage account, but you could do some. Don't do any conversion now, but I do think that what you have to really be considerate of is that I don't think you have to have all of your money in cash, but that emergency reserve fund and that brokerage account have to be treated as a much more conservative approach than you would for your retirement assets because you are going to spend about half of it down, okay? And if you're willing to do that, that's fine. Some people freak out about this piece of advice, okay? And if you're the kind of person who's been a very good saver your whole life, pulling money out is hard. It really is. It's a very strange feeling. If that's the case, the way that you can mitigate that feeling is that you could work part-time if you want to. You don't have to, though. I think you're really fine. Something really wild happened is that you downsized before you really needed to. And that's what is the big difference, I think. What was your old house worth? Uh, Almost 700. Yeah, that's big. 
How does it, so this was a, this is a good move on your part. I think you're good. Do you guys have life insurance? Yes, we have about a million each. Okay. And what about wills and trusts or um, healthcare proxies, anything like that? Yes, we have it all. All right. Well, listen, we wish you the best of luck um, and get excited about retirement. It's only a couple, two and a half years away. It's pretty amazing. So if you, like Michael, are um, in the process of downsizing and contemplating changes and maybe even thinking about retirement, we'd love to hear from you. Or if you're just starting out, we'd love to hear from you. Give us a holler. You can go to jillonmoney.com, click the contact us button. Let us know if you want to come on the air while you're on the website. Do sign up for the free weekly newsletter. Mark does a great job with that every single Friday. And uh, we also would love it if you could leave us a rating and review on Apple. Mark is trying to pile up those rating and reviews. And so we would appreciate that. And I think that's it. So just a reminder to please lift someone up today. We'll make that person feel good. We'll make you feel good. Grit, growth, grace. Thank you for listening. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Tomorrow. 